looking backward in order to move forward. Welcome to The Restless Midlifer, the podcast for those of us looking to rediscover the adventure in life. Find out more at restlessmidlifer.com. Hi, welcome to episode 33. Now, this is a short episode as per usual, but I am joined by Jeff Nicholson, who's appeared in a couple of the previous podcast episodes. I asked Jeff just to jump on quickly to share our thoughts on reflecting on last year in order to help us shape our actions, our goals, etc., for the year coming ahead. He wrote a, recently wrote a great article, which uh, he posted on LinkedIn, and I just wanted to use this as an opportunity to share both our thoughts on the power of that reflection, looking at what we can learn, looking at what we can build upon, replace, that kind of thing. So, on with the show. Before we get into the episode, hop over to therestlessmidlifer.com to register your commitment to living a restless midlife and get an early heads up to the courses, resources and forthcoming Restless Midlifer community. I'm planning programs and events to support you in rekindling the spirit of the restless midlife, reintroducing the adventurous spirit into your life. Hi everyone, welcome to The Restless Midlifer. I'm Dave Algio, your host, and although this is a shorter episode, I do have uh, a guest, a friend joining me, Jeff Nicholson, who's featured on the show a couple of times. Hi Jeff, how are you doing? I am very well, sir. You? I'm good, I'm great. It's uh, it's a new year, new me, as they say. <laughs> well, maybe, not, not quite, not quite, but the, the, it, that's part of the theme, really, for the, this series of podcasts, really. We are um, airing this in February, and the point of it is that January has now moved into February, and it's kind of catching ourselves on. What's happened to New Year's resolutions? What happened to some of, perhaps some of that reflection we did over Christmas period, you know, if, if you had some downtime to think about what you'd like from 2022? So really, the reason I've asked you on, Jeff, just for this, this shorter episode, it's not going to be a full interview, is because... We're both fans of reflective practices and journaling, yeah. and uh, you recently wrote an article uh, which featured on LinkedIn, which is a great one, about looking back over the last year to reflect on that to, to, in terms of how we can use that reflection to yeah. look forward. And that's very much where my thinking was actually at the time when I read it, I, I, and I thought, right, it's a good chance just to share some thoughts about that, because looking back is actually, can be harmful if we're looking back in the wrong wrong context or the wrong way but it can be really really useful to look back over the year from a what can i learn what worked what didn't work what can i do more of less of etc so i think that's really the point so do you want to give us a little bit of a flavor of where you're coming from with the article and you know what you covered and what your thoughts are yeah i mean ultimately i think what happens is is whether we believe in new year's resolutions or not people make them and um i think is is what generally happens is people go I've just had Christmas. I've spent all this money. I've put on weight. This is this is what I need to change. And they don't necessarily put much energy or thought into actually what they want to achieve. They just go, these are the these are the top three that pain me now. That's what I want to change. And part of um the issue with that is is when you run fast forward. And you don't stop, turn around and go, but actually, what has this year given me? What has this year um, taught me? The, the, as we said before, the reflective part of understanding the journey we have taken to that point, 
we can't really necessarily make the most effective goals that are going to create lasting change. I mean, statistically, February, 46% of people have already failed, yeah. you know, um, and um, probably the majority of them will or have already given up and decided to have gone back on their own practice and their own habits. So they're at the, the energy of, doing it with all the goodwill and attention without any real thought of actually why and what have I learned from the previous year. And that's the power of reflection. And I know you and I both journal and the, the benefit of actually being able to go back to a, a record of your progress, mistakes, lessons, challenges, and everything else. Actually, sometimes can be, um, extremely enlightening to realize that actually it wasn't as bad as we actually thought um but also sometimes it's to metaphorically give us that that kick up the backside mm -hmm. to go yeah but these are the things i actually need to change not the same things i've set every single january and not achieved every single january mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean there's a lot in there and i think there's some key things. One one is the the effectiveness of the of the goal, and and I've talked yeah. about in previous episodes about the fact is that there's a lot out of your control and out of your knowledge when you set the goal. There's a yeah. lot that's and it's called the future. You know, we don't know what's yeah. going to happen yeah. as we know these last couple of years in particular. Having said that, that's where I think reflection can teach us a few things in terms of right. Well, look, let, let, you know, at the time of recording, it's 2022. Um, we've had 2020, 2021 with COVID, the all the uncertainty. I remember making that program, uh, mini program for some of my uh, a group of clients called Let Make 2021 Your Year. And obviously COVID came and <laughs> pulled the rug from under us. Good hour, it? <laughs> no, it was a great one. But the principles work, but it's this idea of how certain can we be? And so the, the idea of reflection is, particularly in this last year, is we look back and it's been an up and down year in so many ways. Uncertainty, expectations, we'll end the virus, we'll be out of it with this, we'll come back, we've got this, we've got that. Um, and personally, in our businesses, that's affected that. And also life, the way life moves on. I moved house, got married, that kind of thing. So looking back is useful because I remember back in January, and I, I guess this is for the listeners to think about, is what were the goals or the New Year's resolutions or whatever you want to call them that you aspired to then? Mm -hmm. And firstly, how often have you set the same goals? And this is not a criticism. It's yeah. just to, to, I guess, to acknowledge the reality that we can set the goal, but getting the goal, the goal setting, the goal getting go together, but often the goal getting is the hard bit. Yeah, the, the the actual achieving it, and largely because yeah. we don't break it down into sustainable behaviours that can withstand the uncertainty of life. Um, and I think yeah. one lesson I learned was I look back last year, and I've talked about it on the podcast. I set myself New Year's Day the uh, the goal of doing sixty burpees a day till I turn sixty. So I'm turned fifty two this year, so that's only another eight and a bit years. Now I look back uh, in uh, December. I thought, well, how have I done? And I can honestly say I probably I've done I've done more than I haven't, um, but I can't I haven't measured it. So when I look back, I know that I've done my burpees more often than not, but I have dropped a few. Now, have I deluded myself and kidded myself that I've done more than I think? I've got nothing to measure again. So one of the reflections I've had is that this year I'm going to reintroduce um, uh, a habit using the app We of Life of just tracking my. Mm. With a green tick, uh, yeah. have I done them today? And already there's two things. One is I've got a means of measuring that. Mm -hmm. The other is it's given me, really hadn't expected it, to be honest, although I should, um, 
motivation to think I'm not going to break that streak of green <laughs> green ticks. Yeah. So even yeah. on the days where I think I really don't want to, or I've left it till tea time, I get down and do them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that little, it's the little tweaks to what perhaps we set out to do last year. Mm. And if I hadn't looked at it and reflected on it, I may not have made that little tweak that's helped me yeah. continue. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. It's the idea of the sprout, applying the sprout size tweaks to the goal. Yeah. Because often what we do, and this is, I guess, is thinking about your your uh, the, the article and what you're saying about reflection is, we'll set the goal, life takes over, we forget it, and then New Year's coming. I must get that done. But we don't necessarily look at what was it that undermined us or what, is there something small but significant I could do that could just help it back on track? Was it too, not that the goal was too big, but were the actions I was expecting to undertake too big in a given day? Yeah, and, and I, yeah, and I think also is is you you know the there's a couple of things from that. Number one is is in businesses we have KPIs, you know, yeah, key the, performance indicators, yeah, yeah. But we should have them in our own personal life as well. Now the benefit we've got, whether it's identifying a streak and getting seven out of seven every week, or whether it's having some sort of score system in a in a journal. The, the point of recording is not to go, well, in one aspect, it's to go, well done, you've done a good job. But there's mm -hmm. also another thing, which is to look at it and go, one, what goal am I setting, as you said before, all the time, and I never seem to achieve it. Because if you've set, uh, let's say, the, the, regardless, let's say health and fitness is probably up there at the top every single, every single year yeah. um, for many, many people. And every single year, they'll make exactly the same goal. because Not because necessarily they think they should, but more it's the social norm of this is what everyone does. So therefore, let's kind of like follow the, the trend. Everyone's making goals. There was a, a thing on Facebook, uh, Instagram the other day I saw of a guy who went to the gym furious because January gym, the queues were miles long waiting for equipment. And he went, but this is what it was in December before Christmas, and it was practically dead. Mm. So you know, you have those, you have those things that you should assess, and it's all very well. I mean, journaling isn't just about writing down and going, "This is how I feel today." Journaling is about recording. Mm. So if you can record your, you know, personal KPIs, or you know, how, how many streaks you got, or whatever it is. I mean, my journaling app. Um, I use the five-minute journal that on yeah. the phone has a has a streak, um, and I get really annoyed if I've missed one. And I'm the, probably the same as you. If I realise I haven't done it at eleven fifty-nine at night, I will I will quickly catch myself doing it because I want that win to go excellent, fantastic. I've done that. Um, but there's many things when we go through a reflection process to see what actually do I want to achieve next year? Because we will edit information to fit the story that we are telling ourselves at that moment in time. And it doesn't matter whether it is, um, it's, it'll be whatever it is, whether it's business goals, whether it's personal goals, whether it's how we feel about ourselves, all of that will be determined by the moment that you go, how is it that I actually feel? It will depend on what has happened to you. Could even be just that day, never mind a week before then. But it's ultimately what is what how do I feel based on the data that I have at this moment in time? 
And if you've had a bad day, that's going to have a negative effect on how you plan and everything else. And if you have a good day, that will have an effect. But actually going through the questions and going, um, you know, a couple of questions that I put in that article was, you know, what's been your personal highlight? Because if you're having a bad spot, you've probably removed all of the good stuff from your dates, mm. from your data. But having something to go back to, you find. Mm. It might be, um, how have you moved closer to one of your goals? You know, because at that, again, at that moment of time will determine. It might be, um, what's been your biggest lesson and what did it teach you? So rather than beating yourself up going, I've failed, there will be some valuable lessons. And we, you know, we, we know that adversity teaches us, the, unfortunately, the best lessons of all mm. because we have to adapt to them. So the, the, the challenge is, is not about always moving forward. The actual skill is actually moving forward while bringing the evidence and the facts from the past into the future or into the present, sorry, that will hopefully provide us with the data and the, um, the right decisions to make the goals based on what we know as fact, not what we are accumulating through editing and distorting. Yeah. So, so you're kind of saying that we, we can, well, we do, don't we? We look back. This is me with the burpees. You know, we, we can edit and think, well, I was rubbish at doing them. I just never got them done. So I'm useless. Or I could say, you know, I, I did all right. I did canny. And maybe I'm deluding myself either way, but I don't have a tangible thing to look back on. Um, and I'm yeah. using the burpees as an example, but it could be that you've, you know, like you say, fitness. Um, and I do talk about, you know, you might have a big goal of getting to a, yeah. you know, running a marathon or something, but we need to start breaking that down into smaller chunks. So, but it's the it's the then sweating those sprouts, the sprout-sized actions that we track, yeah. which will inevitably yeah. take us towards a goal. But if we don't track them, how do we know? Well, no, okay, I mean, you, you use the burpees as a good example. So let's say um, you do that. You look at it and go, I'm, I'm diabolical. I didn't do it yesterday. But then you go to your app and it tells you that for the last 85 days, you've done them every single mm. day. Do you beat yourself up because you failed once? Mm. Or do you look and go, okay, what did I do wrong? How did, how did I or why did I not do it that day? Yeah. Reflect on that point and go, okay, I need to introduce something that stops me from going down that route. Yeah, I think that's a good point because that's the danger of tracking. Or one of the dangers is how you interpret the tracking and how, like, Absolutely. if your mood on the day is, oh, I'm just, a, I'm just useless because you yeah. missed a day. Yeah. Um, and as you say, you know, you could look at that, you learn from it. There might have been perfectly valid reasons, or yeah. it might have been that the day took over, so you'll change it, and I'll make sure I do them first thing because otherwise the day gets the, the better of me. That kind of thing. So it's using it in that. That lessons learned rather than in a self-sabotaging yeah. or a like self-critical way, and I think that's really important. Whenever you measure, it's a bit like you know you, whether somebody decides to weigh themselves on scales. Or for me, one of the ways I use the Way of Life app actually is to track my sleep quality. Now, the Way of Life, I'll put the link in the show notes. Actually, is it's green is compliance. You like you've done it. Um, gray is I didn't need to do it. So if you weigh yourself weekly, seven days is six days of the week is going to be gray. One day is going to yeah. be green for weight loss, yeah. red for weight gain, for example. But on sleep, what I use is the green, grey, and red as green, great nights, great night's sleep, feel like, feel good. Grey is okay. Red, not a good night's sleep. Now, okay. 
if I look at each of those and think, right, I had a red night sleep last night, what happened? And I do a post-mortem on that sleep, then I'm getting bogged down in one night's sleep. And actually where the value is, is the trend. In a week or in a month, how many green days did I get? What were the red days possibly associated with? Was it did it the Sunday night before work or was it this or was it that? Mm. And can I trend up the number of green days? Not the perfect, trend down the number of red days and and get that trend line moving in the right direction. So you yep. see, something like burpees, yes, I've made a commitment to do it every day, but I'm not going to beat myself up if I fail or miss them. I'm going to look at, well, what were the reasons? You know, fair dues. I might have done press-ups that day because my shoulder was hurting or whatever, something like that. But I'm looking yeah. generally for a positive trend. So at the end of the year, I can say, well, I did better than last year and I've, I'm fulfilling this commitment. Yeah, because, because the, the – well, and the, you bring up another very good point is, which is you've got to make sure you're recording the right data. Yeah. Because I know when I was – when I suffered from chronic fatigue, my daily score was – and you know, I had it pinned on the back of my bathroom door, hidden behind my dressing gown so my wife didn't see it. And it was, um, the, the title was, How Crap Is My Day Today? Out of 10. And what I would do is, is when I woke up because of the illness and because of how I felt, I would be scoring out of 10 how rubbish I felt. And that would be the grade I would be um, basically d daily berating myself because I'm yeah. not in. So we've got to make sure that language plays a key part as well. So because of the way our survival is deemed, we will look for the negative and stuff. So you've got to make sure that you're going, um, you know, how successful were you doing your burpees today? Not how many times did I fail doing my burpees? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's another key thing as well. That's a good point. So I guess really for listeners, the, the, the point of the episode was to think, you know, just because January's passed and things have slipped, perhaps maybe maybe you're still on track. Life will get in the way from time to time if it hasn't already, and not to throw the you know throw the idea or the goal out. It's to revisit the goal. Yeah. How many how many years have you had this goal? Because for, for many of us, things like fitness and weight loss and whatever have been a regular perennial <laughs> uh, yeah, goal. Absolutely. And rather than thinking right, I'll go all or nothing, which I've talked about. What one or two habits would contribute to that mm -hmm. daily or every other day. For me, sleep is one. The burpees contributes, but it's more of a personal commitment, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then how could you – what can you learn from last year in terms of what might have undermined it? And yeah. how could you make it a bit more bulletproof, yeah. given that this year is not likely to be any less predictable, any more predictable? It's likely yeah. to be as uncertain, if not more. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and stopping so hard on yourself because mm. it's just get back on the horse. Yeah, you know, it's. It, I mean, look, when we 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 had a very very good conversation about soft starts and stuff on your show. Um, I can't remember the episode, yeah. so forgive me. But um, I think there's a really key thing that if you have gone, I haven't done my sixty burpees today. You don't then go tomorrow. There is no point in me ever doing another burpee again. Yes, yeah, because the you know. Um, Excellence is based on progress. So the fact is, is that if you can look at something and go, okay, a little tap on the wrist, come on, Jeff, you can do better than this. Um, you're not necessarily doing it from a place of beating you up. You're doing from a place of going, okay, you can do better. So tomorrow or now we're going to do better. I'm going to do 60 burpees right now 
because I forgot to do them yesterday. So today I'll do 120. Or you just do 60, <laughs> you know? It, yeah. it doesn't it, – I hate to know how I would feel after doing that. <laughs> I'll not be doing 120 when I drop yeah. them. That's I what, will actually, do that's... slow motion. Um, but, you know, yeah. so it's, it's – I think the thing is it's, it's – life is not about kicking yourself when you're mm. down. Life's about going, okay, how to – for me, it's always about developing the inner coach because mm. it's whether – whether you have an external coach or whether you have an internal, it's the internal support system that's the most powerful when you get that to go, okay, there's a challenge, let's get going. So yeah. I, I think, you know, um, just because you get knocked down today and not achieve your target doesn't mean that you just don't go back and start yeah. it again tomorrow. And like the streaks, just because you don't get the the streaks doesn't mean that tomorrow you should just look at it and go, well, I've ruined that, you know. Yeah. It's it shouldn't be like that, and I think that's the challenge of the all or nothing thing. Because I was I was just thinking that you said excellence depends on progress, and I think you're right. Progress, not perfection, and actually yeah. experimentation, tweaking, and adapting. Yeah. And one of the things that actually did unseat me a few times last year, thinking about it now, because I wasn't tracking it, was mm. well, I haven't done my burpees today. I'll have to do double tomorrow. And mm. actually, when it got to three lots of burpees, it was out the window for a, a week. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. getting back to it. So the forgiveness is to recognize mm. it's progress, not perfection, and mm. just get back and do your 60 today. And actually, I've done 30, so if I've got another 30 to do. So, you know, yeah. I, I will do them. But even if I didn't, tomorrow mm. it's back on it. Not yeah. adding the weight of today's onto it, just yeah. adding, just doing tomorrow. And I think that yeah. counts for a, a lot of the goals that we made, that we set is, yeah. you know, sleep. Just get out a bad night's sleep. Last night doesn't mean I have to have a doubly good night's sleep tonight. It just means get back on the basic practices yeah. that help. Yeah. Whether you know it could be any any of those things. You know whether it's yeah. a bad interview for a job. Well, learn what I can. The next interview yeah. needs to be good enough yeah. to get the job, etc. Et so yeah. So I think I think that's um, it was great for you to jump on, Jeff. Actually, because I know it was a bit oh, impromptu, okay. but it was the article and us talking about this importance of reflective practice. And I guess for listeners, what I'm what I'm encouraging you to think about is. <sighs> There is no, you know, there, the, the, you can start any time a new goal. You can continue. You can pick back up. You can adapt and amend a goal. And part of that is to look back with that forgiving eye at what might have undermined it, what what got in the way. Can I do anything about some of those things that got in the way? Could I shrink the goal down to make sure it happens again? Am I being a bit cruel to myself? What have I learned? And then what can I move forward with? Yeah. Um, so some great points there, Jeff. And uh, I'll stick the links into your article, actually, as well, if, uh, if you... Okay could send me that and uh, in the next couple of weeks we've got some more interviews but what I'm going to do is pick up on this theme of um, going looking forward in that sense of treating the actions and habits as as experiments so stay tuned for that as well so thank you very much I hope you've enjoyed the restless middle life of this week thanks Jeff cheers catch you later Thank you for listening to The Restless Midlifer. If you've enjoyed it, it would really help the show to reach more people if you could leave a five-star review using the rating function in your app or on the website. And don't forget to connect with me and others at therestlessmidlifer.com. Take care for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Restless Midlifer. For more links and details relating to the episode and the show, visit restlessmidlifer.com. And it would really help if you go to the show in your podcast app, click on review, and then rate the show and share why you value it. Until next time, proudly live your own restless midlife. Take care.